When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchers.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 1st. Wow, we're in August. And yes, we're going to talk about baseball. Do you have P.O. Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for P.O. Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Andre Palante was the lead yesterday. Eight innings, pitch, zero in runs, five hits, one walk, eight strikeouts, 12 whiffs, 33% CSW, nearly 100 pitches against the Nationals. I like his breakers. Slider and curveball are cool. The fastball was thrown in the heart of the plate a little bit. I... They didn't hit it well. I don't know. I, I felt like this was a start where Palante was not putting the things where he wanted to go. Like he was battling himself, but it just happened to land in good spots a lot. And I'm not confident this is something that I'm really going to trust moving forward. He gets the Yankees next. I probably should have just said that first. And that is a no-go, uh, even though he did this good start. Can't think of like Graham Ashcraft having that amazing start. It's kind of similar. In, a, in that kind of way. Just don't really jump at Andre Palante, but, you know, monitor it. Hopefully he has the command moving forward. Uh, Carlos Rodon, ace is going to ace. Max Freed, ace is going to ace as well. Merrill Kelly is just doing his thing, seven innings, zero in runs, and you just keep Marcus rolling that. Jacob DeRizzi, uh, zero in runs and seven innings against the Mariners. Strikes on plug looks really good. I'm in on this in the short term. Not super so. I don't think it's going to be for a very long time, but, yeah, I think I'd keep rolling with Jacob DeRizzi at the moment. Um, awesome both against the Reds did well, five earned runs and five, in, sorry, zero runs in five innings, 77 pitches. That's fine. Uh, and he gets the Pirates next. I mean, obviously it's fine. I don't really believe necessarily what he's doing. I, the curveball worked well at 38% CSW and was located well, but I don't really know, uh, if I'm super sold on this being legit. I mean, I think everyone is feeling that, but it's the Pirates. You could do like 80 plus pitches. Okay. You know. I'll have him as a desperate streamer if I need it. Uh, Aaron Ashby did well. 4.2 innings of zero in runs. Now, keep in mind, the fifth inning, he allowed five unearned runs. Uh, there was a throwing error early in the inning. And then he allowed, uh, I believe it was three straight doubles uh, in a row uh, that allowed four in runs. Or four runs. And then he came out of the game. And then the, one, the last double came in. So, that's five under, unearned runs to the books of Ashby. Six strikeouts, three walks, five hits. His uh, slider was insane. I mean, super high CSW on that. I was doing incredible things. The change and the fastball, mm, I think he can do better um, with overall command here. And I'm not quite sold that he's going to have that second half dominance like the other guys. But I still want to obviously roll with Ashby. Uh, Barrios did what he was supposed to do against the Tigers. Didn't have like the most whiffs or anything, though, um, with that curveball. Really amazing at bat with Javier Baez, by the way, if you have not seen that. Uh, he gets the Twins next. I'm a little hesitant there. Uh, but hopefully he does have his best stuff. Reed Detmers, oh, let me tell you, Reed Detmers had an immaculate inning, seven innings, one run, three hits, three walks, 12 strikeouts, a golden goal, 24 whiffs, 36% CSW. Yes, I'm getting more excited because the slider whiffs are here. It's about time. <laughs> 10 out of 28 slider whiffs. He also had nine whiffs on the four-seamer alone. The curveball landed for 39% CSW. If he's somehow still out there, which I doubt he is, but you should be rostering Detmers, holding on to Detmers. I mean, same with Lodolo, I'll get to in a moment. 
But Demers is doing the thing, which is slider whiffs. Oh man, if you remember me talking about this in April and May, I was waiting for slider whiffs, and then he got demoted. I was just hoping for him to come back. He did tweak his mechanics a little bit, keeping his shoulders up, according to a great athletic article. Um, a little bit more uh, parallel as opposed to dipping with them. And that also affects his fastball going up. And that, the whole thing is great at the moment. Really good command. I'm in. Let's go, Reed Detmers. Be the man we want you to be. I hope it doesn't come back to haunt us soon, but this is this is the one that you want we were looking for. Arenola Ace is gonna ace against the Pirates AKs one and run six innings. Yep. Uh Nick Lodolo against the Orioles. Uh excellent stuff. Six innings, one and run, four hits, two walks, seven Ks. There we go. He's getting whiffs across the board with sinkers, curves, and changeup. He did a good job with the command of the sinker arm side. It's all there. And uh, he gets the Brewers against Ashby next week. I'm siding with Lodolo instead of Ashby in that start. It's going to be really fun, though. I can't wait. Uh, we have Dylan Cease. Ace is going to ace. Everything's good. He threw 63% sliders. <laughs> I love it. That's his best pitch. It has been his best pitch for two years now. And he's really leaning into it. That's exactly what he should be doing. So it's good to see that. Now, Sean Manaya massively impressed me. Six innings, turned runs, four hits, three walks, and seven Ks. I think I was the lowest on Manaya I've been this past week. And this is the best I've seen him because he was up to 92 miles per hour, but also nine whiffs on the changeup finally showing up. Now, the slider didn't exist. One thrown across all 83 pitches. And I kind of am okay with that because it's been very ineffective and he just went singers up and changeups down. That works. That really works. Uh, he does get the Dodgers next, and this could just be a Dennis. It could be in one day, but we've seen that before from Anaya, so I would not necessarily take that chance. But you should be monitoring this. He did this against the Twins, by the way. Uh, Dean Dunning against the Angels. Six innings, turned runs, seven hits, three walks, and four Ks. Eh. You know, it, it wasn't the best command, and the Angels still were able to do something. For the rest of it, blame it on the Angels. I, I don't really want to do this against the White Sox. Josh Winkowski went against the Brewers, got the win. Cheap. Five innings, two and runs, seven hits, one walk, 1K. You know? All right, he gets the Royals next, and if you want to chase another win, maybe you'll get one there. George Kirby against the Astros, four innings, two and runs, three hits, one walk, seven Ks, and only 74 pitches. There's a big question mark right now. Is George Kirby going to be starting regularly with Luis Castillo there? Is he the odd man out? He might be. Only four whiffs in this one, despite the seven strikeouts. He... Gets the Angels in a doubleheader, though, so don't worry about that in the short term. Hold George Kirby for that, and we'll talk after that start. Brian Shaw, it was a, a bullpen game. I came, they Shaw, I left because it was relievers. Okay, not a bad joke. Taiwan Walker against the Marlins. 5.2 innings, 300 runs, 2 hits, 2 walks, and 4 Ks. Very disappointing. Very close to a very poor quality start against the Marlins. It's just not what you want with only 4 Ks. He was down to 93 on the fastball slider. wasn't nearly as good. I think it's, you know, a blip, not necessarily an indication that he's going to do it right. One, sorry, I can't really pull back that far on Tom Walker right now. Zach Ranking against the Yankees. Very boring. Five innings, three and runs, five hits, two walks, three Ks. I probably could have predicted exactly that. Maybe one more and run. Uh, but yeah, he gets the Boston Red Sox. No thanks. Tony Gonsolin inside, of course. He's been having a tough time the past couple of weeks after the Stanton home run. Uh, five innings, three and runs, five hits, one walk, six Ks. That's honestly fine in cores. I'll take that. 1.2 whip with six Ks and a win. Just sure, one extra earned run, but that's good. Uh, Dylan Bundy, five innings, three runs. I don't care. It's Dylan Bundy. Alan Aller kind of did all right. 6.1 innings, four and runs, seven hits, zero walks, six Ks. You got nine whiffs on the four-seamer and a, a great 14 over 16 strike rate on the cutter. Eh, 
No thanks. Goes against the Giants if you really need something on a desperate weekend. Fine, but no. Uh, Herman Marquez still has curveball whiffs. Uh, earned a good amount of them here. Six innings, four and runs, sixes, two walks, four Ks. It might be the only start I've ever considered for Marquez this year on the road against Arizona next time. I'm just going to say that. It's going to be a higher of do not start. <laughs> like bottom of questionable. Nah, do not start. But still, it's like almost there for Marquez. Uh, Garrett Hill against the Jays. I mean, come on. Absolutely nothing given to you. Uh, Josiah Gray against the Cardinals. Five innings, four runs, five hits, two walks, and six Ks. Curve was not very good. Sub 50% strike rate on it. Uh, I believe it was uh, about a 44%, something like that. Uh, he's getting better, though, because the four-seamer command is really good. Upstairs consistently. Now, he's actually leaning into the Blake Snell blueprint. And I think that that works. I really do think that that's the path to success for Josiah Gray. Sure, it didn't work out this time. I think overall command is still a little off with the um, with the secondaries, right? With the the curve not being what it needed to be, the slider wasn't overwhelming. But if the fastball command is consistent like this, then over time, then I think the breaker command will follow suit, and that could be really nice. Jordan Montgomery against the Royals, four innings, four and runs, four hits, two walks, and six Ks. Ugh, very frustrating. As you want more from this uh, from Montgomery, he hasn't really been very good the last couple weeks. I understand if you're at the very end of your 12-teamer and you got to cut somebody, it's Jordan Montgomery. I think you'll be fine and you should keep holding him uh, against the Cardinals. Adrian Sampson against the Giants. Don't really care, honestly. 72 pitches, four, uh, four innings. Got a little unlucky. He had a really good, uh, precise four-seamer up. But oh, I think there's just not enough in that arsenal. Shane McClanahan, I don't know how. But 4.1 innings, 5 runs, 7 hits, 3 walks, 4 Ks. Oh, I know how. 1.5 ticks down on the heater. Uh, I'm not going to assume that he is injured or anything like that. I think it's just a night off. But it's really annoying because he's been so pristine this entire year. We just wanted a whole full season of it, you know? Pablo Lopez against the Mets. Oh, boy. One strike. How am I going to butter my bread with this? Uh, 2.2 innings, 6 runs, 12 hits, 0 walks. Yeah, be joking. It's just one of those days I... Yes, you start him next time. Don't worry about it, regardless of where he is pitching, if it's Marlins or somewhere else. And J.D. Brubaker against the Phils. Uh, 4.1 innings of seven runs. Do not start coffee cakes uh, at all right now. Um, I'm looking forward to today's starters, and we'll talk about the full week tomorrow. But just for today and tomorrow, uh, Max Scherzer, John Gray, uh, Logan Webb. You can, of course, you can check all this out on the site. Um, same with the SB Roundup. Uh, those are the clear auto starts. You have Clevenger, Heaney, Green, and Garcia today. Green, uh, sorry, Garcia goes against the Red Sox. There's only real contention there, if you ask me. Because Green is just doing too well with his uh, uh, fastball and slider approach. And Garcia against the Red Sox. A little contentious, but I think, think you still do it, even if Devers is coming back today. Uh, and Michael Kopech, uh, Jesus Lazardo, Tarek Skubal, and Domingo Herman are also uh, questionable. Are the questionable start here, I should say. Um, Jesus Lazardo is coming back, but he did pitch a lot, I think, in the minors, and I think he's probably stretched out. And it's just more of a question of is he still throwing 97 plus, or is he back down to like 95, and is the curveball still a major play? I, I'm curious to see what we get. And Domingo Herman is on the stream pick of the day with Devin Smeltzer not pitching for the Twins. It looks like it's Aaron Sanchez. I don't know. Just don't touch it. Domingo Herman goes against the Mariners. You could have the uh, good breakers, good chance for a win, all of that fun stuff. 
Uh, in the Do Not Start tier, Cal Quantrill, Spencer Watkins, Marco Gonzalez, Brad Keller, Nathan Nivaldi, Tony Sensatella, Patrick Corbin. Um, yeah, you just don't start any of those guys. Zach Davies, I think, is just going to be so limited and it's not worth it at all in the still. I can see a world where Corbin does okay, even though he's been so bad this year. And, of course, the aforementioned Aaron Sanchez. Looking at tomorrow, Corbin Burns, Darvish, Gaussman. Uh, DeGrom is coming back. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Strider, Gallon, Frankie Montes, Tristan McKenzie. On the topic of DeGrom, I don't know how long he's going to go, but it doesn't really matter. You just kind of start him. That's why he's not number one. Now, I will say for today and tomorrow, uh, starter's going to be really weird because it's guys like Frankie Montes, maybe Noah Syndergaard, could be dealt and not pitching for those teams anymore. So definitely keep tabs of uh, if guys are switching around the rotations because of stuff like this or they're trying to move someone else in. I think these are the two most volatile days, maybe Wednesday when I do it tomorrow as well, um, based on the next uh, few days. So there are going to be some changes. Um, the probable start tier, Tyler Anderson, uh, Adam Wainwright, Braxton Garrett, Christian Javier, Giolito, Syndergaard, Tyon, and Singer. And by the way, Frankie Montesi, I'm fine with starting him against the Angels. He's a little bit lower just because of the uncertainty, and uh, he hasn't quite been up to snuff as of late. And when Gallon's looking good, Strider's amazing, and so on. Um, Tyler Anderson and Wayne Wright at the top there against fine matchups. Garrett is against the Reds. That's cool. Christian Javier gets Boston just like Luis Garcia. I'm a little more hesitant. Lucas Giolito has not been what we wanted to see, but I think he's still starting against the Royals. No Syndergaard against the Athletics. Like, you just do that. And Brady Singer against the Mariners. Uh, sorry, against uh, Jameson Tyner against the Mariners is fine. He just had eight strikeouts. Okay, fine. And uh, Brady Singer's on such a good role against the White Sox. I think you do that. The questionable starts here. Opposite Tyone is Logan Gilbert. He gets the Yankees. And that's just, oh, gosh. I know he did well against the Astros, but I just, uh, do not start here. Keegan Thompson. A lot of people are really in on Keegan Thompson. I think he's just kind of okay. And the Cardinals can, can be really punishing. So I'm not starting him. Uh, Graham Ashcraft is a very reluctant stream pick of the day. I know he has his highs and the Marlins aren't very good. And he is now doing a three pitch mix, which I think is good. He's getting that sinker back in the mix. But, ugh, don't want to do this. Alex Wood, Jordan Lyles. Alex Wood gets the Dodgers. Otherwise, he'd be like probable start, but Dodgers don't want to do that. Uh, Jordan Lyles, uh, Chris Archer, Drew Rasmussen, etc., etc. These are just not good matchups or just not good plays. Chris Archer just, do I want to chase the five innings against the Tigers? Not really. Uh, it's Chris Archer. Uh, everyone else, you do not want to start. Um, today is Monday, which means I look at the list and I tell you all the major changes that might happen. I don't really expect major ones. I I, I kind of sat down for a moment yesterday and thought, like, what changes am I really going to make? I'm like, I don't really know. Um... Especially early on, I don't think there are some significant things that I'm like, oh, I need to correct this. Outside of, say, like Kevin Gaussman, I think, or Gaussman, falling into Tier 3, um, probably underneath Shane Bieber, just because of the whip stuff. So he's going to be around 20. Uh, like, Yu Darvish versus Gaussman. Yu Darvish does get his ace, is going to ace. Uh, I might... I was thinking about removing it for Lopez and Gonsolin, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at there. Nothing too much otherwise. Um, inside of the major names, uh, John Gray is still dope. I mean, I just want to see him sit 98. Oh my lord, my eyes just widened as I said that. I uh, tier five looks about right. I got to push up Spencer Strider back into tier five. I think above Logan Gilbert and Nestor Cortez, um, and Tristan McKenzie and Luis Garcia. So probably right underneath uh, Charlie Morton. I. Uh, but, I mean, I think i got to be a little harsher on Joe Ryan. I know you allowed five home runs, that's not going to stick, but still, uh, I think I'd rather have Tyler Anderson, for example. Um, 
tier seven, I gotta push up Lake Snell. He's looking a little bit better. Not too far. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a little hesitant to push him up higher. Nathan Evaldi has to continue to fall. I, I think he goes up a little bit. Uh, tier, and Sandoval maybe falls. Tier eight, Martin Perez goes up higher. Uh, Shamanaya goes up a little bit. Sunny Gray maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe cause Kraska a little bit. Tyler Malley a bit, a little bit because you think he's going to get traded. Tier nine though, Lodolo, Ashby, Detmers has to rise. They have to rise to like tier seven. Um, maybe even like almost tier six. It's like, because the way I see it is tier eight is a lot of like Arkiti, Martin, uh, Marcus Strom, Sonny Gray, George Kirby. That kind of stuff is like, no. I want, I want to be chasing all these things that could be massive, massive pushes of the needle. So then I see like Patrick Sandoval. I'm like, no, I th- actually think like Detmers and, uh, Lodolo are better to go right now. So that, that, that's where I'm at. Eovaldi, I think you'd rather have those guys. Um, I know it's crazy to do, but now Lucas Giolito is, mm, I'm not ready to quite give up there. Uh, versus like tier six, you have like Lancelin, Clevenger, Scoop. I think you gotta lean on those still. Joe Ryan, I think is underneath those guys. You can believe it. Uh, underneath the uh, the three I just mentioned. Now, the others in that tier, Garrett, Brexton Garrett, Kopech, Jeffrey Springs, I'm not really changing too much. Springs goes higher above them, but not this big swing. Um, in tier 10, uh, Lauer, yeah, I think it kind of stays the same. Maybe I give more love to Merrill Kelly, uh, but I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Nothing really to change. Uh, let's see, tier 11, Josiah Gray, Hunter Green, Jameson Tyone, Jacob Arizzi, yeah. Those and, and Singer, I think I do raise a little green and Josiah Gray and Singer predominantly. We'll see. But, it, I mean, I, I do want to give them love, but it's also kind of tough with the Tier 10 of Tobies and stuff. Maybe it's like the Tier 9 of Kopech and, and Garrett, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what I do there. Um, tier 12, Cueto, Gibson, Bumgarner, well, I can see nothing's really like, oh yeah, Nick, do that. Uh, and Tier 13, I got push up Ranger Suarez. Um, yeah, maybe, I mean, I think I gotta push up Jose Quintana, maybe even Mitch Keller too. Remove Trevor Rogers, thankfully, finally, just be done with that. I <laughs> uh, move down Bumgarner to keep up Cueto, that kind of thing. Alright, that's gonna do it for today's edition of the Plus Pitch Podcast. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. My name is Nick Pollock, and may your babs do low, and your strikeouts high.